When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Hello, and welcome to another episode of True Crimes. Against Wine. Sidebar. Yes, so this is where you send us your questions, and we will answer them. Mm -hmm. So we have a question for you today, Judge Topher. Okay, lay it on me. Our question comes from Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Hey. And he wants to know, what does it mean when somebody says, that was a good year when talking about wine? Oh, okay. That's a very good question from who I can only presume is a very sexy, sexy caller in. Probably. When people are talking about a good year Mm -hmm. or even just a year in wine in general, that's what we refer to as the vintage of the wine. Okay. So vintage, not just for clothing. Okay. (laughs) Also for wines. And you'll obviously find that vintage on the front of the bottle. Mm Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, it's not really that big a deal, you know, Mm -hmm. just the general public. Yeah. Okay. But if you're really into wine or you're collecting wine, things Mm -hmm. like that, especially if you're a wine collector, you would want to be getting from really good years or good vintages. Okay. Now, what that means is we've talked a little bit before in the past about what makes a good, well-balanced wine. And Mm -hmm. of course, terroir is a major part of it. Mm -hmm. The grape varietal is a part of it. The winemaking, the harvesting, all of that. The one thing we haven't really talked a lot about is the one thing that you can't really control, and that's Mm. weather. Okay. So when they're talking about having a really good year, they're talking about weather specifically, and that being a really well-balanced year for weather. So balanced in the amount of rainfall you got versus sunshine, cooler nights, warmer days, things like that. Because you can have those years where there's severe drought or maybe you get too much rain or things like that. So like the optimal weather for that varietal, for that area, Exactly. Okay. Now, where it gets tricky Mm -hmm. is that that changes based on the location. Okay. And the wine varietal. Okay. So if you're really into collecting wines, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to teach yourself to do a little bit more looking into things and mm. research. You can't just okay. be like, oh, I heard somebody say that 2005 was a really good year for wine. So I'm going to start buying only 2005 for mm. my wine cellar. Well, yeah, 2005 was a great year for Bordeaux in France. Okay. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean that 2005 was the best year for an Australian Shiraz, okay. for instance. Gotcha. So that's something that you really have to kind of look into. I will say 2005 was a great year Good. for Bordeaux, as well as 1999. <laughs> oh. If you're looking for Sauternes, which is a really delightful, sweeter dessert wine coming mm-hmm. out of France, it's fantastic with foie gras. 1983 was a fantastic year. I'm sure you'll appreciate that. I, I agree that. with that year, too. <laughs> <laughs> Versus 2013 was a great year for French Chardonnays. Hmm. So you just kind of have to... Peel back the layers and look a little bit deeper. Okay. But keep in mind that what you're looking for is optimal weather conditions for that area and that grape varietal. So is there a place that you would recommend people go to research this? Absolutely. Okay. Um, so there are several websites you can go to that we will put in the comments section. Cool. But it's really easy to just Google like okay. wine weather table. Sure. And there are a lot of resources out there that'll have like kind of interactive maps where you can click mm. and it'll show you what the optimal weather is for that. And you can find out. It's yeah. Like geography and history. Yeah. It's really fun with a little bit of science thrown in. Yeah. But fun fact for you. Oh. 
this has been a thing that people and wine collectors have been really nerding out about uh-huh. since the ancient Egyptians. Really? Yes. That's cool. So we have found in various tombs and buried wine caves. Mm. So they used to store their wine in these clay pots called amphorae. Mm-hmm. And they will have a vintage year printed on it, as well as a wine rating. Oh, wow. So you know how like you go through your local grocery store yeah. or whatever, and it's got like the 92 points you right, know, right, on it right, or whatever. Yeah. The Egyptians were the ones who started that. That's so cool. Isn't that really awesome? I, I know. love that they're like ancient wine snobs. Yeah. Because <laughs> you kind of think about ancient wine as being just like, this whatever. is what you got. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it, it wasn't like that. They actually had like really sophisticated ways of rating and measuring wine, and which means that they knew a lot about winemaking practices. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for that question, Branton. I hope that it helps. We'll mm-hmm. definitely pass along some really good resources for you in the comment section. If you have any other questions for us, feel free to reach out to us at True Crimes Against Wine on TikTok as well as Gmail. Instagram and Facebook. And we'll send you some merch. We sure will. Yeah. And don't forget, if you are learning and enjoying learning with us, make sure that you like and follow and leave a review. Yes. Subscribing to us really helps us out. It really does. All All right. right. Well, until next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.